a few words on a piece of paper. A sudden moment of clarity. A life changed forever. Throughout the ages, people have been challenged, inspired, moved and transformed by the words of the world's divine educators. My name is Sean Hinton, and in this podcast, Moments of Meaning, I talk to people whose lives have been profoundly affected by the sacred writings of the Baha'i Faith, and ask them about the story of how it happened. I'm really excited to welcome Roy Steiner to Moments of Meaning. Roy heads the Global Food and Agriculture Program at the Rockefeller Foundation. So, Roy, share with us the quote from your Moment of Meaning. Whilst in the prison of Akka, we revealed in the Crimson Book that which is conducive to the advancement of mankind and to the reconstruction of the world. The utterances set forth therein by the pen of the Lord of Creation include the following which constitute the fundamental principles for the administration of the affairs of men. Special regard must be paid to agriculture, although it has been mentioned in the fifth place, unquestionably it preceded the others. So Roy, tell me about where this journey all began and what happened when you first heard the passage? I think I read it first when I was about 12 years old and it was actually shown to me by my mother who was a nurse and very uh, interested in nutrition and the importance of food and and health. And she noticed that I really loved growing things. I, in fact, had on my own started a whole backyard garden and uh, was growing copious amounts of, of vegetables and loving it, clearly loving it. And I ended up working on farms all through my high school um, days. And she just wanted me to know this. And she really sensed that this was an important piece of guidance that would be uh, important to me. It's such an, an amazing thing that, you know, agriculture, which is really not emphasized or given priority in almost any society right now, it's really pointed out as being primary. And so she would just mention it in multiple times. And, you know, I got a, a, a scholarship to MIT. And uh, the challenge there is MIT does not teach agriculture. So I ended up actually studying um, a mechanical engineering and biology because I figured out agriculture was the combination of those two things. Um, and and uh, so, so I think that's, it, it started really influencing everything about my career and the and the choices I was making. Have you ever shared this passage with anyone, and and what was their reaction? There, I think there's a usually a re, su, kind of surprised reaction because when you, when you think about farming and agriculture, it's something that most people want to escape. It is connected with poverty and drudgery, without you know a lack of education. Those are people you leave behind, are people on the farm. And that shouldn't be the case. Um, it is so, as I mentioned earlier, it's so vital to, to transforming and creating solutions for the future. Tell us a little bit about the quote, because it, it talks about a number of other things that are 
important for the administration of the affairs of men, and then it goes on to agriculture. Set, set it in a little bit of context for us. Sure. I mean, it is really quite extraordinary. It says, you know, the fundamental principles for the administration of the affairs of men are first, the promotion of the lesser peace. That, that seems very important. Secondly, uh, that languages need to be reduced to one common language with that, that everybody knows. At least everybody will have one common language. Third, it talks about uh, promoting fellowship and kindness and unity. And, and, you know, we're living in such a polarized world. That's, that's inc you know, increasingly important. Fourth, it then talks about supporting um, and the, the, the education of children. Um, and then, then comes this fifth principle, and it's the special regard for it must be paid to agriculture, although it has been mentioned in the fifth place, unquestionably it preceded the others. And, you know, when I read that, I was like, really? Agriculture preceded the promotion of world peace? It, it, it preceded the education of children? It was, it, it, it really kind of uh, turns your, your sense of what's important on its head. And, and I think, if anything, this quote has become more and more true in my mind, because over time, we've just recognized that you actually can't solve some of the major problems in, in the world without a transformation in the agricultural system. Is there anything else in the Baha'i writings about agriculture that has informed your approach to food and, and to your work? Yeah, there's there's a number of very interesting uh, passages. In one, Abdul Baha, who's the son of the founder of Baha'i Faith Baha'u'llah, talks about food as medicine. Now, clearly, he's not the first one to talk about it in that way, but the the way he describes it is is so interesting. He talks about balance and and finding the right balance of foods so that that we can create health and it, it is so interesting that the latest science is really proving that to be correct um, you know our food is so much more complex than than most people uh, understand we have you know our current databases maybe measure 150 biochemical components in food yet we know that there's at least 20,000 that we consume in a regular diet and yet we understand and measure only less than 1%. So there's this incredible depth to food and, and complexity. And, and, you know, 80% of all medicines have actually come from plants. So it's not surprising that food is medicine. The, the other is that, you know, we have taken something that's very whole and, and done all kinds of ultra processing to it. And I think there's, there's this getting back to, to balance is going to be critical to finding that uh, finding uh, health in our society. The other thing that is very curious is that he Abdul Baha talks about everyone being a producer, and you know within a, a world that's increasingly urban, you, you have to wonder, well, what does that mean? And I think it has to do with being really connected to living things, to growth. To, you know, even if you're you're in an apartment, you can still have something that's growing. I think there's all kinds of really interesting indoor, you know, uh, agricultural technologies coming up about where you know in your kitchen you can grow a whole range of things now. 
but there's something about being connected to that creative life force, the miracle of a plant emerging out of out of nothingness almost uh, and, and creating something delicious and nourishing and beautiful. So has your understanding of this passage changed over the years? Uh, when I first read this, I certainly didn't understand how profound a statement it was about reconstruction, rebuilding, um, uh, that's needed in a world that has has really gone out of balance ecologically. Now, I think there's this this passage plus you know the Baha'i belief in the oneness of humanity, the interconnectedness of of the world, you know, both both physically and spiritually. It it really does lead you to understand that you know we we have got to work on all the different parts of the system to really create wholeness. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know, for example, uh, how profound and important soil was. You know, you, you walk on it, you don't give another thought, but it is an incredible um, miracle. I mean, at, at, at millions within a small cubic inch of soil, you have millions of organisms, and they're all doing extraordinary things to, to, to enable life to grow. Um, and one of them is it, you know, they're, if you do it right, you can sequester very large amounts of carbon. In fact, if we actually transform that agriculture in the, in the best way, uh, we could almost suck in, sequester a significant part of the carbon that has already been released. So agriculture is one of the only sectors that can actually reverse climate change and not just reduce the amount that, that's being emitted. So that, that's one thing. Also, the importance of, of food and trade and connection. And uh, I really didn't understand how profound food was in, in human culture, in our spiritual traditions. And, and that's deepened over time. When you talk about agriculture, you're talking about your job. And yet, it sounds like more than just a job to you. Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely more than a job uh, to me. Uh, I mean, it, it really does connect to the, the Baha'i teaching that work done in the spirit of service is a form of worship. And that if we bring higher levels of consciousness to what we do, you know, the effects will be greater. And, and for me, this is really about serving humanity. Uh, you know, I, I see this as the best way I know how, given the talents and skills that I have, to create a world that is more just and equitable and resilient. And, and, and it enables, I think, me to have a much more coherent life. And it all started with this passage and my mother seeing that spark and that light in me and, and being able to connect that um, to this beautiful writing that has just been unfolding its meaning over the, the, the past decades of my life and, and career. How lovely talking to you today, Roy. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Moments of Meaning. The passage Roy referred to is from a work of Baha'u'llah written in 1891 called the Lohidunya, which means the Tablet of the World. The word tablet here literally means a blank slate on which something is written, 
but it's used in the Baha'i writings for important missives or addresses written by Baha'u'llah on various subjects, in this case, the world. In it, Baha'u'llah sets out some of the foundational principles necessary for the advancement of the world and the reconstruction of human society, as well as detailing solutions to many of the spiritual and practical challenges facing Persia at the time. In a list of five of these principles, Baha'u'llah refers to the pre-eminence of agriculture. This is not the only place in the Baha'i writings that agriculture and farming are given such prominence. Elsewhere, it's referred to as the fundamental basis of community. The economic condition of farmers is described as crucial to establishing a fair economic system, and the importance of women playing an equal role in the field of agricultural science is highlighted. Perhaps the most important theme, though, of the Tablet of the World, and one of the distinguishing features of Baha'u'llah's teachings, is his call to unity. A unity born of the recognition of the oneness of humanity, as well as its diversity. In one passage in the Tablet of the World, Baha'u'llah establishes the importance of religious harmony, writing, consort with the followers of all religions in a spirit of friendliness and fellowship. And in another he says, O people of God, do not busy yourselves in your own concerns. Let your thoughts be fixed upon that which will rehabilitate the fortunes of mankind and sanctify the hearts and souls of men. For more about the Baha'i Writings, head to baha'i.org. For the podcast notes for this episode, try baha'iteachings.org forward slash moments of meaning. Moments of meaning is presented by Sean Hinton, sound engineering by Jamie Heath, researched by Nabil Habipur, and produced by Alex Liz and the team at baha'iteachings.org. <laughs>